Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome to the Arsenal Way. Back again with you guys for another episode of our Arsenal Agenda series. Joining you Monday to Friday at 10am UK time. I'm joined by Chris. How you doing, mate? You good? You well? Yeah, not too bad. Thank you, TC. Feeling the heat a bit more this morning. Um, yeah, but uh, apart from that, all good. How you doing? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Surviving and keeping cool as much as possible. Again, apologies if you can hear any fans in the background, but it's uh, it's very necessary indeed. Um, before we crack on with today's topics, the channel has been popping with videos, which you need to make sure that you're checking out, of course. Uh, we've got interviews with the likes of Gabriel Jesus, Mikel Arteta, the open training session as well. Make sure if you haven't already gone back and had a look at the videos across the channel that you go and do that. We've still got plenty more as well to come. The likes of Emil Smith-Rowe, Aaron Ramsdale, Gilberto Silva, uh, and of course the interview with the now what is being described as the visionary of the away Arsenal kit, Aston Mack. Uh, we've got an interview uh, up with him on the channel as well. So there's plenty to come. Uh, make sure you're subscribed and turn those notifications on so you never miss a show. But we're going to kick off, of course. Uh, we talked about the, uh, you know, the the away kit, and it's for me probably my favourite kit of living memory. Chris, I'm going as far as to say that I love it. It's great. <laughs> it is. It is. It is very nice. Um, I mean, I know this time yesterday you were asking if I was going to get it, and I, I did yeah. give in. Um, and I got a certain Gabriel Jesus nine on the back, no shame nice. whatsoever. Um, so yeah, um, it was a really successful launch. I think this morning uh, it's come out that, it, that they've raised over one million pound in sales, the most successful um, kit launch uh, for Arsenal, or at least for the away kit. So um, really, really good. Yeah, um, and uh, I'm, I'm not not surprised really, considering obviously how well it went down amongst supporters. Um, and yeah, I think off the top of my head as well, one of my favourites um, and one of the best that Adidas and Arsenal have have produced. Obviously, I mean, I like the um, the one from last season actually, the, the which was inspired by the the sort of the lightning strip. Um, mm. I thought that was quite nice. Um, but uh, yeah, certainly, I, I think probably the best, as you say, TC, off the top of my head, um, and certainly in my lifetime. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. Um, good morning, everybody. Joining us in the chat box. Marcus uh, Bailey is away on holiday at the moment. I don't know if his holiday involves trying to strike up a deal with Alwa, but, uh, you know, I wouldn't put it past him. But no, we hope he's having a fantastic time on his, his break away. Uh, good morning to Samuel and, and V-Dub and CJUK and Martin and Graham. Good morning, guys. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. And thank you, everybody, that tuned in and watched our interview yesterday uh, with Simon Barkovsky, um, who talked all about Alexander Zinchenko, who, thankfully, after doing that interview, we've now seen pretty much the confirmation that everything has been agreed at this stage. You know, not only just with City, but with the player as well. Uh, agreement over a four-year contract, scope for a potential year on top of that as well which will take him through to 29, 30 years of age. So the prime years of his career contracted at Arsenal. Chris, this seems to be a matter of time now until this one is announced. It's a big, big deal for the Gunners. 
It is, um, you know, and I, I think it's a great bit of business around thirty million pounds for for Sinchenko Services, a, a, a great deal um, for a very very good player that is going to come in incredibly handy for us. You know, he, he's versatile, Premier League proven, a hard hard worker, um, and again, I think having that connection and relationship already established with Arteta. Um, even with Gabriel Jesus, obviously, who's just just left City as well, you know, there's a there's a great understanding there, and it will make things a lot easier for him. You know, um, so really, really pleased. I know there's been a few suggestions this morning that Zinchenko's sort of uh, rethinking the decision, but I understand that that's not the case. You know, he's agreed for, to a move. Um, everything's agreed between the club and the player, and um, as you say, TC, it's now just a matter of time before this deal goes through and I expect him to, to become an Arsenal player in the next few days. Obviously, it's, it's helpful that Arsenal and City are now both out in America. Um, you would think that they hopefully arrange a medical out there just to you know make things a lot easier. Um, so we'll have to wait and see what the, the club decide on. But um, yeah, no, really, really positive, you know, and it's good to see the club move swiftly on from the Sandro Martinez. Obviously, it was widely reported that he was a priority target for us. But in the end, you know, with, with, with the figures that have since come out surrounding that deal, um, I'm actually quite glad Arsenal didn't go for it. Um, and in many many aspects, you could argue that Sinchenko is, is a better player and a more, more certainly a more reliable player, you know, to, to start off with because he hasn't got, you know, to adapt to the Premier League. He's, he's experienced in the, in the country. He knows, you know, the demands that are set and what to expect. Um, and like I said, he always he already knows a, a few players in this Arsenal team. So again, that's that's a big plus for us. Um, so yeah, really happy with it. Obviously, you know he'll provide much needed versatility, good support, and and depth, especially in that that left back position. We know obviously Kieran Tierney struggled with injury. Nuno Tavares could yet leave on loan, and um, an interesting option to to use in midfield as well. I remember that that game, uh, you know, between Scotland and Ukraine. Um, the other month and, and Sinchenko was unbelievable. You know, he was he was on top of his game. One of the, the best solo performances I've seen in a very long time. He was man in the match and, you know, just he, he made everything look easy. Um, it was by far the standout. And, um, you know, if he can produce performances like that, moments like that for Arsenal, then we've got a very, very special player on our hands. You're on mute again, buddy. Three days in a row, TC. Three days? That's a joke. I'm sorry. That's ridiculous. I'm never going to put myself on mute again. Yeah, look, I think Zinchenko is going to be a player that most people overlook. I really do think that, I mean, outside of Arsenal, I mean, I think most people are going to overlook this deal for the Gunners. This is a very, very astute piece of business. The fact that they got this done for half, less than half the price that Lissandro Martinez is going for Manchester United. You know, that was a deal that, you know, yesterday we were learning about the ideas that Arsenal simply weren't willing to match the asking price of Ajax. And Man United have ended up paying a huge figure for a player that is going to have to adjust to the Premier League, of course. Uh, and despite him being and, and having a lot of the characteristics I wanted to see at Arsenal, you know, I, I never, ever wanted to go to that level 
a figure for him. And I think that Arsenal managed to get a player that could even potentially give Arsenal more because Martinez was seen as a player that would come in as, as a left-back competition for Tierney. Zinchenko has played a lot more at left-back than Martinez has and, of course, has played in midfield a lot more than Martinez has. And I think that will absolutely add plenty more to the team next season. After I saying, who's the better defender at Tierney and Zinchenko? I would lean more towards Tierney right now. Uh, I think Zinchenko is offering a lot going forwards. But what he can offer... I think he's going to compete with Tierney, you know, like for like. I don't think it's a case of one being a backup to the other. I think these are two players that can absolutely start for Arsenal and improve an upgrade on what we've currently got already as well. So really happy about this potential deal. But Chris, the question is next, who is next? Because Arsenal have still got business they want to do. Mikel Arteta said that, you know, there's stuff that still wants to be done and that they're not finished. Where do you think the next step of Arsenal's window goes? It, I think it's hugely dependent on on outgoings now, TC. I know it's an easy thing to say, and we always sort of tend to say it. Supporters are, you know, um, you know, we're not going to see him, this guy join unless someone leaves and etc. But I, I just get that that feeling now. You know, that's that's five new players through the door if obviously Sinchenko joins, and there has been uh, a slight worrying lack of um, you know movement on on outgoings. Um, so I, I, I wouldn't be surprised, genuinely, obviously, uh, this is just, you know, at this moment in time, things can change quickly, of course. Mm. But at, at this moment in time, I wouldn't be surprised if the five new signings that we've brought in, or at least a few of them, are the ones that we have and the only ones we have going into to that, that game against Palace. But that's, that's just the sort of the, the feeling that I have because... You know, we've been linked with a winger. I suppose the only thing that gives me gives me hope is, you know, you look back at that pursuit for Rafinha. It looked as if we were going in for him, regardless of what was going to happen with, you know, Nicola Pepe, for example. But then again, it was a unique opportunity. It was a top top player available on the market. You know, Leeds was sort of resounded letting him go and losing him. Um, so yeah, we'll have to wait and see. But that's sort of the feeling I get at the moment, unless there's any sort of movement. Um, that, you know, develops quickly in, in terms of outgoings. I think Arsenal are maybe just going to play it cool now for a little while, take their time, not rush into any decisions. You know, they've got much-needed support and competition for left-back and central midfield in Sinchenko. Got the star striker in Jesus, who's going to be the main man for us. Um, and Fabio Vieira, again, you know, he can provide support on the right-hand mm. side out wide in, in, in that number 10 role. And also he can fill in in, in central midfield. So um, I think Castle will be satisfied to a certain extent of what they've, they've done already. And I think they'll be happy overall with the players that they have available going into that game against Palace. Obviously, we've got William Saliba here, but now as well, that that, that mm. always helps. Um, a few players coming back from injury that we should see, you know, starting to participate in training and games over the next uh, week. So um, we're in a, a much better position than where we were, you know, um, coming out of last season, for example. There's absolutely still work to be done. And I think I would I would still really like to see a new central midfielder and a right winger come in. But, you know, considering what Arsenal have managed to do already um, and the situation with, with outgoings at the minute, it wouldn't surprise me if Arsenal maybe just take a step back, evaluate the options and then mm. go again you know, later down the line. Um, obviously, I'd, I'd love to be proven wrong. I like a surprise. I wouldn't mind if we wrap up Tielemans or a new winger very, very quickly. But, um, you know, I, I can just see Arsenal playing safe for now. 
Yeah, look, I think that Arsenal will try and sign players they think are going to upgrade only. You know, they aren't interested in bringing in players yeah. that are going to be backups this summer. You know, the players that we're bringing in, Matt Turner has been brought in to compete with Aaron Ramsdale. Marquinhos is being brought in to compete with the senior wingers. That's why he's been given a senior pathway and obviously he's gone on the US tour as well. Uh, Gabriel Jace obviously comes in and starts. Vieira is being brought in to compete with Erdegaard and Smith-Rowe and the wide players as well. Zinchenko is being brought in to compete with Tierney and Xhaka in that midfield and left-back roles. So, you know, any signing that we make from now has to be with the ideal of getting into that starting eleven, improving on what we've already got. Be that Tielemans, be that a Paqueta, you know, these are players that certainly would do that as well. You know, that is what Arsenal have needed to do for a very, very long time. And Arsenal, over the last two summer transfer windows, and to a lesser extent in 2020 of Gabriel and Partey, you know, have brought in players that are designed to compete, strengthen and push Arsenal on towards, you know, that next level, which is qualifying for the Champions League first, but obviously pushing towards wanting what we want, which is to compete for titles and Champions League trophies as well. Um, moving forwards to the last topic of the show, which is the idea of around switching things up. We're going to tackle some of your questions, of course, in a second as well, guys. But the last thing I want to ask about was the idea, Chris, of a back three. Because in pre-season, we've seen this used by Arteta a number of times now. And Arsenal now have three very good centre-backs. Saliba, Gabriel and White are at the club. Not to mention holding a Marie that's still here as potential cover. But those three in particular, and Tommy Asu, who can also play in, I think, a back three quite comfortably. Kieran Tierney has played in the left side of a back three comfortably as well. Do you think it is something that Arteta, you think, is open to use competitively? Yeah, I, I do. And especially for those those reasons you just mentioned there, you know, the the options that we, he, he has at his disposal now, you know, um, it, it makes it very, very possible. And... Well, I mean, uh, it makes it very, very strong as well. I mean, we've, we've, we're lucky. I know the back line always sort of used to be the issue for us. Well, certainly over the last few years, you know, we were great going forward, playing nice, fluid football. Um, had some players, you know, in midfield and in attack that would always cause problems for the opposition. Um, but uh, there's there's been times where we've maybe had some players in that back line. Um, where you know it was just um, it was just sort of waiting for and calling for disaster at the back, um, but it's it's been improved upon um, drastically. So, and you must admit that now that that defence is looking very solid. Um, of course, you've always got that that concern at the back, in the back of your mind with with injuries and 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 you know absentees. You know we've mentioned Kieran Tierney and his injury troubles. He has been a big miss when he's been out of the side. Exactly the same can be said about Tommy Asu, but if those players stay fit, you've got versatile options there that can operate in a number of positions. You, you mentioned it, Tierney can play at left-sided centre back, can play as a left wing back. Tommy Asu can can also fill in in, in the central position if he needs to. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean the the options that Arteta has at his disposal now make that very very possible. Um, and like I say, make it very solid. So I wouldn't be surprised to see that system used. Uh, of course, it always usually depends on the opposition you go up against and how they operate and how they set up. Um, but, you know, the fact that we have used it in pre-season already on top of the options that we now have that make it very possible, you know, it, it's um, it's all but confirmation to me that Arteta will, will look to use it for the upcoming season. And, um you know, it's it's worked, hasn't it? Before, um, you know, most notably, I know we 
just off the top of my head, obviously, I know there's other examples, but we went up against Chelsea that time away. Um, it worked very well. Um, and the, the team have proven that they can they can operate in that that setup because, you know, yeah. it does add more security to the back line, but they knew how to still create problems and, and uh, play fluid attacking football when they were in possession. So, um, yeah, uh, excited to see how it can work out, especially if everyone's fit and available. Um, and obviously you mentioned William Saliba there, sort of a, a new name. Well, not a new name, but still kind of a, a new name for us. Um, really interesting to see how he gets on as well in different systems, etc. So, um, yeah, I, I expect Arteta to use it and um, we'll look forward to see how he gets on with it, with, with all those names available. Yeah, we will. Um, we will indeed. I, I think that it's an option for Arsenal to use against teams, you know, specifically like Anfield, Manchester City, away at these big sides. I think you can go to a back three. Chelsea in particular, who play in a back three at Tuchel, you know, matching them up. Spurs play in a back three, you know, potentially matching that system up will give you better coverage of dealing with the wing backs and the wingers at the same time. I think it's options that Arsenal are looking for. You know, when we played a back four at Spurs last season, it really came undone, you know, with the overlapping of Sessegnon and Son and Kulisevsky on the other side with Emerson, you know, it really did mess Arsenal up um, in that game and holding was drawn out of position so many times and eventually got sent off for being a little bit silly um, or rather a lot silly with Son. So I think that it's it's something Arteta wants to be more malleable. He wants to be able to be more open to change. So we'll see indeed if that happens next season and if we choose to go with a system like that. Let's wait and see what happens. We're going to finish today's show with a few of your questions from the chat box. Uh, we're going to kick off. We're trying to go through these as quick as possible. Uh, Joe just simply asking, what font did I get on the back? I went with the Arsenal font. Did you go with the Arsenal font as well, Chris? Or I went with the Arsenal font, the gold one. I thought it, it, it um, contemplated the, the top very nicely. So yeah. that's what I went for. I do try and avoid the Premier League font. I just don't think it suits. You know, I, I've got the, the Arsenal font on the home kit as well. So it's it's got to be that for me. Uh, Samuel asking, what is going to be the right position for Zinchenko at Arsenal? You know, I don't think there is a right or wrong answer to this. I think he is that good that he can play both at left back and in central midfield. What do you think? Yeah, I, I agree. Um, you know, he, he's shown on many occasions at Manchester City or even for Ukraine, of course, that he can play um, in, in both positions, both at left-back and, and central midfield. Some may argue that, you know, it's like you get the best out of him in more of an attacking role. And again, I brought up obviously that performance against Scotland a month or so ago and, you know, he was unplayable. He was, he was absolutely fantastic. But yet again, you know, um, in the Premier League, if he needs to play, at left back, then he's he he can do do the job really well. He's 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 solid. He's reliable, um, and I, I suppose you know the experience he's wrapped up in in both positions. Um, I suppose it's just part of the norm for him now, you know. So um, yeah, like you say, TC, no right or wrong there. I don't think. Indeed, indeed. Um, let's go to Muriel. Who says, what do you think about the Leroy Sane links that we're seeing? I, you know, in all honesty, I don't think there's anything to them. Um, you know, there's been no indication that this is something that Arsenal, to me, are are looking at um, that they may have done earlier in the window. I think Ben Jacobs from CBS suggested that earlier in the window he was considered, but 
as of right now, I don't see there's anything in it. I think it's just opportunistic considering Serge Gnabry staying and Mane's come in that that link makes sense to to come forward. And Vidal asking about the the links with a supposed bid for Milinkovic Savic, uh, suppose, supposedly made those links from Italy. You know, we've we've been burned by Italian links a lot this summer. You know, the Aaron Hickey deal in particular strikes uh, strongly with that, saying he was supposedly close, but Arsenal never made a bid for Aaron Hickey. So how he could technically be close, I don't know. So I would also take that with a Raj. A rather large pinch of salt. Uh, Graham says, TC and Chris, who would be your preference if we signed a new winger and another central midfielder in terms of the players that are affordable and would realistically join Arsenal at this current time? Cool. Uh, good question. Obviously, there's lots of names out there. I've always, as you know, TC, and as the, the viewers will know, I've, I've sort of lent more towards uh, Yuri Tielemans for that central midfield role just because of, you know, um, the the the... the the valuation he's at at the moment because of his contract situation, you know, we could get him for around 25, 30 million pounds. I just think it's, it's too good of an opportunity in today's market to, to ignore. And I think he'd be a great player for us. You know, he's, 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 you know, been great since he joined the Premier League and, and Leicester been a consistent um, player for them. Obviously maybe dipped a little bit in terms of form last season, but the whole Leicester team did in fairness, um, and uh, the, you know that hasn't changed my opinion on him. I think it'd be a great addition for the wing role. It's tricky because you know, obviously, realistically and affordable, it mentioned there, and there aren't too many uh, you know wingers out there that you could get for a good price. Uh, you know, with Saka already operating on the right hand side, Martinelli, you know, performing consistently well on the left. Will we go for a household name who's going to look to play every week? I'm not sure we will. It could be, you know, a matter of replacing Nicolas Pepe with someone who can play on the left and right, you know, a rotational option that plays every other week. So I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, in a dream world, you know, we mentioned Leroy Sano there. That would be an incredible, incredible bit of business and a top, top signing. Um potentially realistic because obviously he doesn't play every week at Bayern and, and there's that connection with Arteta there. Jared Bowen at West Ham has been mentioned and I know I know for a fact a lot of Arsenal fans that um, I know of and have, have been in contact with, they're not keen on the idea and uh, I'm, I'm a little bit surprised by that because I think he's been a great addition to West Ham. He scores goals, he, he, he provides goals, you know, he, he has a lot of creativity and attack and threaten his game. And I think we could do a lot worse, personally. But again, you know, um, he's going to be probably wanting to play every week. Cody Gakpo, another men name mentioned uh, and, and linked with Arsenal before. I like him, but he primarily operates on the left-hand side. So, I don't know, a few choices, a few options out there, TC. Um, I, but again, I, I suppose it really just depends on on where Arsenal see this potential winger, uh, you know, playing and, and how they are going to use him because, mm. you know, you could go for a star name um, that, you know, like your, your Sane or, or Moussa Diaby, for example, um, for big money. And, I, you know, they're going to play most weeks. Um, but like I say, with Martinelli, you know, doing really well and, and the Saka obviously untouchable at the moment and undroppable, uh, it wouldn't surprise me to, to, to if, you know, if Arsenal go down the route of bringing in a rotational option. Um, what, what do you think? This, I struggle with with the wide player, um, particularly. I just don't know who makes the most sense because 
the, the wide players that are of starting quality, you're looking upwards of £50 million, pounds, you know, to get them. You know, Jared Bowen, as you mentioned, that's an £80 million pound player, I think. West Ham aren't going to look for anything less than that. Um, they got him under contract. They were asking for more than £100 million for Declan Rice. Why would they accept anything less than 70 80 for Jared Bowen? Um, Musa Diaby, Cody Gakpo, um, you know, you're going to have to spend upwards of 30 to £40 million on Gakpo. And whilst I like him, He's more of a left-sided player. And I think if you're going to buy a wide player, you're probably looking at the right-hand side more than the left-hand side. Sorry, TC. I was just going to say, it wouldn't surprise me, just uh, remembering another name, Marco Asensio at Real Madrid. Mm. You know, it wouldn't surprise me if Arsenal go down that sort of route because he won't be expensive. He's got experience. He's still at a good age where he's got a lot to offer. Um, versatile as well. We know he can play sort of in a central midfield role and out wide. So, you know, it wouldn't surprise me, obviously, depending on what happens to other players, of course, and the route, obviously, Arsenal are wanting to go down. It wouldn't surprise me if they go down that sort of route. And again, though, saying that, you know, as I mentioned earlier on, see, the, the pursuit of Rafinha, to me, was an indication at Arsenal, if there's a player out there available and on the market, will go for a top quality signing in that in that area. So, I don't know, like you say, it's hard, isn't it? It's a difficult one to, to call at the minute. Yeah, look, I think um, I think with someone like Asensio, he's just too similar to Vieira. Like, I just think he's mm -hmm. too similar to to him. I could absolutely agree with you and see them going for him, and we've been linked to him a lot. And you know, he's no different in terms of the way in which he positionally. When you think about someone like Lucas Paqueta, Lucas Paqueta and Asensio aren't wingers, but they can play in wide positions and have done. They're kind of those wide playmakers, if you will, at times. Paqueta is more central you know, more of a second striker, number 10, and can play in a number eight position if you wanted to, more so than Asensio that is more playing in a wide area. But neither of them are wingers. They are attacking midfielders that can play in those wide areas if you would need them to. So maybe maybe we would go for Asensio, but I just see him as too similar to Vieira. And I don't necessarily see him as wildly better than Vieira, if, if, if at all right now. So I'm not sure that's enough of a player um, to, to, to go for. But yeah, central midfield has absolutely got to be addressed for me before the, the window ends. If we don't bring in a central midfielder, and you know, even though Zinchenko can play there, for me, I wanted to. Zinchenko can take one of those roles, short, But we absolutely have to bring in someone who is an upgrade on our central midfields before the window ends. If that's Paqueta playing a left eight, fine. If that's Tillemans, fine. These are players for me that do upgrade on what we have, and I'd be very happy with either one of those. But for me, if we prioritise a wide player over a central midfielder, I, I would be frustrated, I think, by that um, as a decision before the window ends. Um, thank you, everybody that's tuned in today. Uh, sorry, we're not being able to go through all of your questions. We tried to tackle as many of them as we feasibly could do. Um, just quickly on Anguza's question, is Gabriel Magalhaes going to leave us in the summer? I can fairly confidently tell you no. Um, Juventus with the main team in for him and they are looking pretty close to signing Bremer from uh, Torino, I think, is where he's at. Um, so, yeah, I don't think that they're going to be going after Gabriel. Now they've, they've been turned down to our understanding, which is really, really good news. Um, but yes, if you want to tune into the channel a lot more, please do. We've got lots more ch uh, content coming out today. As I said, there are interviews up with the likes of Simon 
Bukowski from the Manchester Evening News about Zinchenko. We've got interviews with the players uh, coming out as well. Gabriel Jesus, Aaron Ramsdale, the like as well are going to be up on the channel if not already. And more content to come too. Aston Max interview is going to be up on the channel a little bit later on today as well. So lots to come uh, on the channel. So make sure you are subscribed. Make sure that you do indeed uh, turn those notifications on so you never miss a show. Thank you, Chris. Really appreciate your time as always. Thank you, TC. Pleasure as always, mate. And of course, thank you to everyone tuning in. Hope everyone has a great day and uh, they can stay cool. Indeed, absolutely. It's going to be another scorcher. So do try and stay cool and turn those fans. Oh, advice I can give is don't open your windows. Keep the blinds down, windows closed. Keep it cool inside because it's hotter out there than it is in here. So windows open, do nada to help. Uh, we will see you again very, very soon. And as always, keep following us down the Arsenal way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.